Let's spell a song so you can sing along with my special guest star for two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is a returning guest. He is a fellow podcaster who hosts Writer's Bagel Basket, which I was on, as well as a co-host of Hell is a Musical. It's Scott Curland, everyone! Hi, Johnny. And we're here to talk about The After Party, uh, Season 1, Episode 3, titled Jasper. Now, I want to say this right now at the at the top of the episode. I'm going to give a, this a huge spoiler alert because like we may talk about outside of this episode things. Mm-hmm. And it's a murder mystery show and uh, you know it just came out so it's like okay, well, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to, you know, there's no it like came it's out, out it came out 3 months ago like Right, but it's not like it's been out for 20 years. So, True. so I'm still want to give a spoiler alert because people are still discovering it or uh, getting to it because you know their <laughs> their list of things to watch significantly rose since the pandemic. So yeah, if they haven't gotten to this, no judgment. But like, just know if you haven't watched this this show yet, we're going to spoil it. Yeah, we may but we may spoil, spoil who it. the murderer is. Spoiler! 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 And so I don't want to, like, you know, here get any backlash. So that's why we're going to put the kibosh on now. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. 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 Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, if but... you're still listening at, after this point, then I'm sorry, but you're dumb. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Scotty <laughs> K is coming out hot, everyone. Um, well, we just gave them a spoiler warning, and if they're still listening, and true. then we say, you know, who the killer is. You know, if we say, I don't know, Jasper's the killer. Oops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you're coming out strong. Okay. okay so we, did no. give a, we, give, we gave, like, a two-minute spoiler alert, so you've, you've listened. Um uh, yes, the episode Jasper was written by Jack Dolgan me, from I, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Uh, oh, that makes he's, so much sense now. He's um, one of the the writers of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, music and lyrics by Jack Dolgan and Jonathan Lejoie. John Lejoie from uh, he's from the League. He's also he's he was Taco on the League, but he was a YouTube comedy singer. He wrote Show Me Your Genitals. He also wrote the theme for How Did This Get Made? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm super trolling that podcast on accident because I love it. And so they always thank Jean Lejoie, who does their um, uh, one of their second segments. Opinions. The Second Opinion song. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Wow. I didn't. I literally did not put two and two together until right the second. <laughs> Um, and you if you listen to the songs it's like for jack dolgan yeah some of these sound like crazy ex-girlfriend songs but but the rap sounds exactly like a jean lejoie song oh interesting yeah um the episode was directed by christopher miller who i believe directed all of them yeah so this is uh chris christopher miller 
Chris Miller is part of Lord and Miller, who did um, the Lego movie, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. He did 21 Jump Street, Last Man on Earth, uh, Solo before he got fired. <laughs> um, oh. But he has an Oscar for Into the Spider-Verse. So it's a win-win. And he, cre- and he directed like a, a very entertaining and amazing series of television like <laughs> he also created clone high which is one of the greatest cartoons of all time like tv series of all time <laughs> and uh, this was supposed to be a movie oh my god no it yeah. needed to be a show they did it right making it a tv show the, um, so it was supposed to be a movie after they got fired from solo and it was going to be a movie and dave franco still was going to play xavier Oh, interesting. Because they always work with Dave Franco, but it was going to be like another collaboration with them and Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill was going to be Jasper, I believe. Oh, that's interesting. And was Channing Tatum going to still play the part that he played? No, no. I believe he was supposed to be Brett. Oh. Yeah. It, It because if you think about it, it makes sense. Yes, yes. And I'm so happy, though, that he's still made a cameo. Yeah. Um, the episode premiered January 28th, 2022, so this year. And according to IMDb, Jasper explains how he tried to get Xavier to help him get his music career off the ground. His version of the events is a toe-tapping musical. Um, so for those of you who don't know, the, the premise of the show is that every episode is, um, suspects in a murder investigation telling their side of the story, which is like on a base level, it sounds amazing (laughs) because if you watch, um, little details here and there are very different and it is amazing so the first one was a rom-com the great sam richards is it richards or richardson uh uh from veep and um sam richardson sam richardson is playing this hugh grant character in like a hugh grant rom-com and then the second story is ike barinholtz in a fast and furious movie and then this one which is a i wouldn't I, I'm a little hesitant to call it a musical. This is this is a Lin Manuel Miranda type of like. See, and I just read it as music videos, not like a Broadway musical. No, this feels more like a John uh, John M. Chu style musical. Like this is like a yes. in the heights, you know, uh, some. Some like of the hip opera. A hip opera. Oh my god. Did you have you done Carmen the Hip Hopper yet? No, I haven't. Okay. I I was curious if you were going to. I but, really I really do because Beyonce, but But the fact that, that they created that term makes me cringe, yes. Um so uh uh Jack Dolgan and John John Lejoie wrote the songs that are like performed in the episode the last song how great is this party is the party was written by stelios Feely, from what i could find um, yeah that's a bieber song 
But like, I don't know if they wrote the original or like, you know, when Jasper goes in and mixes and mm-hmm. creates his own, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that was the one that Stelios did or not. Yeah. So he probably did the remix. That sounds like a DJ name. Like, like I'm Stelios. But this is my cousin Skittles. So (laughs) what's really fascinating in this episode, um, when Jasper is telling his story, I don't know if you noticed this, but his jacket is different. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. I've, I've, so I've seen the entire series twice now because I wanted to pick up on the little details because for the longest time, I thought, I thought that they were going to do, because they're kind of setting it up through the whole thing that you think they try to put all the blame on Anik, and it's not him. I thought they it was make Walt it... the whole time. Yeah, so the two people I thought it was, I thought was going to be a bait and switch, I thought it was going to be Walt, but that's too obvious because he's the one they always forget. I actually thought it was going to be Zoe. Oh, I see. Because she's scorned by, by Brett the entire time. And like then I thought they were gonna she was gonna find out that that what's his name Dave Franco Xavier was just trying to you know use her and have sex with her and she killed him for that. And see, I thought it was Walt because of the easiness yeah. that like you know he's a, a basically invisible. But so you also, thought he was a serial killer? You thought he was like the Zodiac? <laughs> I mean, the fact that like he's he was always there and always picking up on things, I was just like, well, maybe, maybe he did something. But also, I thought it was Jennifer number two because uh, when she when it's announced that she was missing, mm-hmm. um, and then even during Maggie's episode, the last episode where she talks yeah. about how uh, her water broke. I thought she was coming down from pushing. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense, but I feel like they would have gone with a bigger actress. I mean, no, no shade to the actress who plays her, but I feel like if they're trying to do like the whole knives out murder on the Orient express type Mm -hmm. of, you know, it's this person like they used to do on Columbo. Like, it's like, Oh, who could be the murderer? Hey, look, it's Adam West. Oh, he did it. Or like, look, it's ripped torn. Yeah. So it would make, I guess it would make sense that it, it could have been Zoe because like she gets more screen time and everything. Yeah. And it's, what's her name? Um, Zoe uh, Chow. Yeah. From, from, uh, uh, modern love. Yeah. Um, I, we, before we started recording, I was just telling Scotty here that I loved uh, Alana Glazer's episode because it's hilarious. <laughs> so funny. So the thing that I was waiting to say on the podcast is Alana Glazer and both Abby Jacobs was supposed to, or Abby Jacobson was supposed to be the two ladies from Broad City were supposed to be in this. Why couldn't Alana do it? Uh, uh, Abby, I mean, do it. Because she's doing uh, A League of Their Own. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So was she supposed to, was Alana supposed to always be Chelsea and Abby mm-hmm. supposed to be somebody else? I think Abby was supposed to be the artsy girl. So Zoe? No, no, the uh, the one who dresses Uh-oh. like, yeah, like no. Liz Smith. Like the, the... the... In the so it's interesting that the first episode has two 
story, um, like, you know, stories. Being a French told. New Wave and a rom-com. Yeah. And yeah. it's the longest episode. So I was just like, oh, no, this. I thought it was only like a half hour episodes or something. Now, uh, that first one, they're trying to set up a lot of things. And yeah. deservedly so, it was like an hour. And then every all the other ones were like under 40 minutes. So, mm-hmm. um, but when they got to Walt's episode, which is hilarious, uh, hilariously titled High School, I believe. Which it's supposed to be like a OC, Dawson's Creek, One Tree Hill type of show. Right, but like all the other episodes are named after after the character. The yeah, that that's that that Lord and Miller type of sense of humor. It's like, oh, we have Anique, we have Brett, we have um, Jasper, Zoe, high school. Yeah. So, because uh, these characters are supposed to be my age, and when they when high school happened, I was like, they are. They are reading me to filth and everything because, you know, I graduated high school in 2006. And so I was a year before. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, my God, all the things that they are saying and doing. And it's just I was like, did I was I that little shit in high school, too? Like, (laughs) yeah, I I was very emo in high school. Like, Mm. I wanted to (laughs) I wanted to be like. A character on Dawson's Creek, but and then I you, knew, I knew I would have had to be Dawson. I'm like everyone hates Dawson. And if you actually look at like their ages, um, I believe Alana Glazer is the only one that's like true to age. Everyone else is older. Yeah, Schwartz, um, Schwartz, I believe was 83. I believe he was born in 83. Ike Barinholtz is like a good ten years older than yeah. Ike Barinholtz else. is like forty five. Yes, I think Zoe Chow might be close. Um, a lot of the people on their IMDb's do not post their age, their the year that they were, their like birthday. So respect, you know. But I I'll, inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> well, I know I know Alana Glazer was around my age because she and. Rachel Bloom were living in New York around the time I was living in New York and they were at UCB. Um, well, Rachel you. Bloom, I saw her at, do Hammercats at NYU. So I can't remember if Alana Glazer was in Hammercats. I should have known you were going to tell some story about how you knew celebrities <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm like the I'm like the Forrest Gump of podcasting. I meet them by accident. It it, it it's like, you know, I went to uh, this person I know knew. He's he's like, hey, will you come to my sketch comedy show? I'm like, ugh, fine. And I went, and there was this very charismatic young lady who sang a song, and it was Rachel Bloom. Like, I don't know what you want from me, Johnny. Like. I hate you. I love her so much. Um, so with the episode Jasper, I kind of want to talk about the songs now because mm-hmm. there's only really three of them in this episode. There, yeah. There's two shots, which is supposed to be like the um, buddy opening number song. Yeah, it's the Hamilton. The Hamilton. They even, they even do the Hamilton like lights The when they introduce Jasper, when they do his name, they... Do the, the, the Broadway, Hamilton. the Broadway lights, yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Because that that's the other thing about the show. Whenever it's whenever they introduce the episode or like who the uh, when they go back into the person's story, it's their name in the theme of the episode. So Anik's was one of my favorites because it was like a rom-com poster for his name, but there was a heart over the eye. And that's what got me. And it was two tire skid marks for underneath Brett's name. Yes. And then wasn't like... Chelsea, I believe, was like the whole Law and Order font, I uh-huh. think. Or the David Fincher um, Zodiac font. Uh, Zoe's was animated. Our... Yes. Because hers was the animated episode, which blew my mind well at first i'm like why would they do this and then i'm like oh yeah it's lord and miller so of course they would do it like an animated thing because they have the background in animation but they also like uh planted the seeds in the first episode where they talk about how she was an art teacher and they talk and her and anique talk about the mural that she painted so they made sense yeah and but i didn't see it coming (laughs) She also said that like she spends most of her days watching cartoons with her daughter because her daughter is like six or five. Yeah. Oh, so, Maggie. so her 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 brain is in cartoon mode. And then I love how Danner's story. How we haven't even mentioned that Tiffany Haddish is in this show. Tiffany Haddish is was amazing in this show. Like everything. I, I know that. I know that this is not reality by any means um but the way that she uh especially when like uh she was interrupting zoe or when zoe was interrupted she's like it's getting good the story's getting good and everything like i fucking love her yeah i just saw the card counter with her and oscar isaac and the cast is insane it's her oscar isaac willem dafoe and ty sheridan like it's an amazing cast and she is like the girlfriend femme fatale in this, you know, Scorsese-esque movie. And she, it's like, oh my God, Tiffany Haddish can do drama? She's so good in it. Right. She's great uh, in everything. I just love how she also carries a bag of popcorn because she knows the stories are going to be so entertaining. I just didn't understand the cats. The little cat figurines that she pulls out. Unless, is that supposed to be from Maggie? It's from Maggie, Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, so the great thing with the Asper's story is Ben Schwartz, like, I didn't know that Ben Schwartz could sing as well as he could, like, because he's Jean Ralphio, like, and he sells the hell out of these songs. He's, like, so... Uh, I, mm-hmm. I can't even explain it. I, I was blown away by how good he is. And he has to sing the... It's him singing the entire time, so it's... It's like nobody else. No one else had to do like all the work. Right. Well, Sam Richardson does put in some, some like you know. Yeah, he he does the the bubble. Rex the the Rex Harrison talk singing, you know, but but Schwartz like when he does the listen to my vocal range and like he goes falsetto. It's it's insane. Is that in Yes or whatever? Um, no, it's in, um, Three Dots. Which, by the way, I loved the the details in that song, where, you know, they would have three circular things, yeah. uh, 
mostly household objects around. But what's really fascinating in so in three dots, he lays down on three circular ottomans, but then in another episode, there's only two. So mm-hmm. I was just like, little shit like that got like, oh, um, got me really fascinated by this show because I, I don't know how they kept everything straight. <laughs> well, also, the, the other thing that for detail, we we keep forgetting that everyone keeps walking in on Mr. Shapiro having sex with someone. Well, that stops some like after this episode, I feel like. No, I, I thought I thought a, I thought Chelsea walked in on. Oh, I thought, maybe. I thought Zoe did, and it was animated. Maybe, but like they all had the running theme that they all had was the mirror. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Yeah. Because it was like self-reflection time. Even right. even fucking Walt had a mirror moment, but it wasn't <laughs> the same. It was in the past. Yeah. Yeah, this show's great. This show is amazing. Do you think there will be a season two? But it'll be like season two. So they're gonna, they're inter. So it's all about Danner. She they're turning her into this, you know, Benoit Blanc, Hercule Poirot type of detective, Um, or Jessica Fletcher, where she just you know, Jessica Fletcher. Yeah. I just don't know how they're going to do it. And I kind of, as much as I love John Early, I would love for her to get a new partner and it's Anique. Or or they cross paths with the other actors of Search Party because that would be hilarious if it was like... Uh, Ali Shawkat is... Or the... What, what's the other woman's name? The blonde? From uh, Palm oh, Springs. I, I know who you're talking about. If it was her... That would be amazing because she. I love her in Search Party, um, so I would love to see more of her. But yeah, that would. Uh, I was seeing John early was just like, oh yes, comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I I know you're gonna have some great like reaction faces and everything. Well, the the other thing, the attention to detail. I love how when they're trying to get the video footage. And he's tweeting, and then they go back to that scene in the big reveal, and you find out that you know he had access to the cameras. Like it's it's insane. The two phones. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick. So okay, okay. We're gonna obviously. You said it earlier, so we're gonna say it again. <sighs> You've been warned. You've been warned. So a second when, time. A, a second time. So when Jasper is revealed to be the killer sorry everyone if you you know didn't heed all of the warnings we basically gave you um i didn't see it coming to be totally honest it's when i didn't see it coming until she pointed out that of everyone's stories his was the one that didn't make sense and then when you think about it in terms of genre she's right even even with zoe doing the whole uh animated thing that's kind of how a person's brain works. Like, it's more of a, a brain map. Like, everyone's perception feels that way. I know many guys who feel like they're in a Fast and the Furious movie who go around calling everyone bro or fam or or whatever, my family, and they drive crazy. 
<laughs> um, I know plenty of people who are like Chelsea who are very paranoid and think that like there is someone out to get them. Like it, it makes total sense. And I'm the type of person who wants to live in like a rom-com. I'm a totally Asper. I'm sorry. This is my episode. This is me. But, but his didn't make sense because like he claims that everyone broke out into song. You know, I know you would like to think that, but you don't seriously think Johnny that, that people are actually. There's some points where I'm just like, this would be better if we all had a choreographed tap number right now. Yeah. (laughs) But the fact that he's saying that everyone was singing and like, I think she knew right away. I think she knew right away that he was the guilty party. Well, so what what also struck me as interesting is the other songs in the other episodes. Well, there's only like two other songs, really. There's If I Could Turn Back Time that Zoe, that Zoe sings <laughs> in the karaoke corner or whatever they call it. Yeah. And then Anik sings a version of My Neck, My Back, where he censors himself <laughs> or censors the song. Marion Barry was on crack. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Like, um, I mean, if you told me that he made that up right on the spot, I would also believe you because yeah, he probably did. It was Tim Richardson is a master improviser, but like the way that they also had, if I could turn back time, they did it in two different ways. So in Anique's story, um, Zoe sings it just straight. You know, she sings, and it's uh, she has an amazing voice too. Mm-hmm. I I want to give uh, Zoe Chow like her her dues because. You know, you know, usually sometimes when they have like a karaoke moment in um, film and television, it's I, one of two things. Either they are, you know, are a superstar uh, with the perfect voice and everything, or they suck. <laughs> so like, like when in 500 Days of Summer it goes from Zoe Deschanel singing Sugar Town or Sugarfoot or whatever the song was called to Joseph Gordon-Levitt just butchering uh Mm -hmm. the pixies (laughs) right but like the way that they had zoe do it in the first episode in the rom-com it didn't Mm -hmm. seem like it was perfect it seemed like it was you know somewhat realistic Mm -hmm. where she had a nice voice but like she's obviously not a singer so uh but then in episode six when it's her story um the they her story involves her talking about her different selves. You know, you've got the the party self, the prime, the mama bear. The mama bear is my favorite design of any character. Because I love the translations, too, that I'm going to go kill my douchebag ex-husband. <laughs> Where is my human child? Like, come on. But so in her episode, it's her regular adult self and her party self kind of duetting it. And it was very well done because that that was the one where it's like true fantasy like we are Mm -hmm. rock stars moment and i kind of i i really do like that they picked that song after finding out like you know what her story is um because you know in anique's story it's just you can kind of tell that she wants to um go back in the past and change things but it's not fully explained until yeah. her story before we get into the to the tracks i just had a question for you how much did you end up hating dave franco like 
they they make you hate him a ton in the high school episode. I mean, yes, but also I was you know, it's a weird compliment to be like you play douche very well. Okay, so I was just in a show and my character apparently people weren't supposed to like like him. I made him as empathetic as I could. Um, but a woman came up to me and she's like, I fucking hated you. I hated you so much. Were they um, supposed to hate you? No. Yes? No. Wait. No, no. I'm just I'm okay, so it, it took place it it was the diary of Anne Frank and it took place during the Holocaust. Right. And like my character is like, everyone shut up, like we could get cut. So a woman came up to me and was like, I hated you and I wanted to hate you. And I was like, Okay. Did you know <laughs> like, this person? Nope. Stranger. Great. Great. A Total strange... stranger. Uh, and, isn't it great getting feedback from strangers? <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. And then I go in the bathroom. I'm like, why don't they like me? <laughs> well, so Dave Frank, like, I mean, everyone goes on, every character goes on a journey of sorts in this show where, mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's that's what you're supposed to do in a show, right? Like, you're supposed to... Mm -hmm. People are supposed to grow. And so, like, what happens to, like, Xavier's story, I mean, seems legit, the way that yeah. it happens. Because, like, I feel like the only true, honest episode... Is Chelsea's. No, I was going to say high school. Oh, okay. Well, that's where he turns into a villain. Right. But, like... Um, there's a lot there, like everyone has moments in their stories that, um, like in Chelsea's, uh, she gives this really great speech to a before he goes upstairs to go talk to Xavier. And it's like, clearly that's a lie because no one else talks about how Chelsea talked to him and like, being like, forgive him, bro. You know? Um, and so at some points I was just like, I don't know what's honestly the truth. Like, because it's very, the what, what the show does is a very fascinating, like, um, look into perception. You know, mm -hmm. like, I could, uh, like, our conversation right now, you can be like, oh, my God, he's so fucking boring. Or you could be like, this Thank is the you, best. Thank you, Johnny. This is the best time I'm having right now. Just guesting on somebody else's podcast. Wait, <laughs> is that why it's taken so long for me to come back on? You find me boring? Ugh. No, I'm no, you're thinking, you're thinking, oh my God, he's still talking. <laughs> that does it. I'm goodbye. No, no, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a visual joke for an audio podcast. <laughs> I clicked the stop video button. <laughs> but like, you know, so like in Chelsea's story, um, there's moments that like she perceives that is great for her story and her character, but, like, I honestly don't think any of it happened because she was so, like, blitzed out I, of her mind. I don't think she was blitzed. I think she was playing possum. I believe her story to that, that she was pretending to be drunk and blitzed out of her mind so that everyone wouldn't suspect her and would ignore her so she could just get to Xavier, or Xavier, whatever he called himself. Because well, I, I believed her confrontation with him, and when she's like, don't don't drink that, there, there's cat tranquilizers, and he's mm. like, oh, should, should I, 
Do I sip it? Do I just sip it? Like, I love how he's still going to drink it. He seemed, uh, what also confused me about her episode is that he seemed a little, like, shaken when she shows up. But it makes sense in the next episode when you find out that he told everyone in high school and he ruined her reputation by saying that he slept with her. Well, I meant more like he saw Jasper and mm-hmm. or or saw the killer and, you know, um, he saw her come in too. Uh, and, like, you know, something else happened besides that she was going to confront him about what happened at, at the St. Patrick's Day party mm-hmm. or what. Right? St. Patrick's Day? Yes. St. Patrick's Day party. Because it was Walt's party and no one remembered that. They thought it was Brett's dad's uncle or something like that. Uh, so, but like with Jasper's episode, I feel like I feel like I needed one more song in it. Just to, I did just too. for me, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So we're in agreement. Great. Because like uh, it, it like the two I wanted shots, to yes, do whatever. I wanted to a duet with him and uh, Alana Glazer. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Or or um or, or Zoe. Zoe Chow. Zoe I thought I thought what's her name from The Good Place? Jennifer One, uh, the one who plays the other Eleanor on The Good Place. I thought she was gonna sing a song with him because she comes up for Yeah, sure, whatever, and she just is you know. Dancing I'm with her so gonna, belly. I'm so gonna butcher her name, Taya Sirkar. Taya Sukar. Sirkar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really. We all know I'm really bad with names. Uh, I loved her too. Like she was. That's right, Junie Ruli. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of wish she had a, a story, an episode. I thought she was, like I thought her husband was too, like. Oh, what an asshole, Ned! Fuck I you. so I thought that they were gonna have a story, and I thought it was gonna be like a marriage story. I thought you were gonna find out like they have this very tumultuous. That would have been amazing. Yeah, or like or, his... or <laughs> who's afraid like, of Virginia Woolf? Or he like they would have the high the Dawson's Creek teen yeah. movie vibe because like he's still very much that. But I, I love that it was Walt because Walt clearly was so ignored and wanted to be part of this group. Because I knew a, a bunch of people in high school who were like, yeah, I'm friends with this person. I'm like, no, you're not. And they're like, you're not friends with them either. I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to be friends with them. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. But that's, yeah, why I mean, I, like... that's why I stayed in a movie theater most of my weekends. <laughs> and here you are, host of numerous podcasts talking about, about film staying and in a movie theater most of the week yeah. <laughs> um i don't is there anything you want to else you want to talk about be it this episode or the show i mean okay so with the show as a whole i did like how they went into a whole police procedural they went from movie genres to tv genres for tiffany haddish i did love that um but I, I think that the, the show as a whole, I kind of don't want a second season as much as I love the series. And I think it's one of the best miniseries out there. I just don't know how they're going to go. Because, like, doing the whole after party, unless, like, she shows up to an after party at, like, you know, an award ceremony. Or, yeah. 
but I kind of wish it's like American Horror Story where it's a different cast, like, or it's the, it's same, the same cast, cast but they're different, different people, different parts. Or, I mean, if it's a true anthology series where it's just like a very a whole new cast, new everything, um, no connecting thread besides the title. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is the fact that I love that Dave Franco made fun of himself because uh, he was supposed to play Vanilla Ice in a Vanilla Ice biopic. Yeah, but when the stuff happened with his brother, because his brother was supposed to direct it like they did with the Disaster Artist, that fell through. So his whole Xavier was him getting to be Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. Ice. And also getting to play a... Bieber. <laughs> well, I was going to say getting to play... Uh, um, I don't want to call Vanilla Ice a singer. <laughs> a recording artist. Because he's in. he does the Hall & Oates movie. Yeah, I, I want to see that movie so bad. I want to see Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> I did up until I saw that he was doing a really bad Australian accent the entire Don't time. Don't care. Don't care. Channing Tatum, like, Kamehameha's a uh, a hippo in the water, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I just wanted to see uh, the Holland Hoods biopic privatized. But, like, I really appreciated um, Mackie's episode, which I'm surprised <laughs> there wasn't music, like, a song and dance moment in that one. I'm surprised that that one wasn't like a Pixar movie. Like, no, I like the Sesame Street route that they took with the with the half pup, half puppets, half humans. Do you want do you want the Walt puppet? Because I wanted the Walt puppet so bad after I saw that. I I loved that Walt was a puppet, and I would I thought it would have been hilarious if he was the only puppet. Yeah, I was thinking that too. But there's other puppets there, and I, it was that episode is so amazing that like my what um like things that were happening that because you know a child is the most truthful person you'll ever meet yeah what's the we talked about that line from sack lunch bunch when i was on for that uh there are only two truthful people in the world children and drunks yes yes and like her story, like when she revealed that her dad wanted to get the uh, koala back, I was just like, oh, so that is truthful. And like all the, like her story was the one that I was just like, oh, so all of this part is true and everything. And I did like that they actually had Tiffany Haddish follow th- the actual police protocol of the mother being present when they mm-hmm. interrogated Maggie. And I thought that the, the scene between the three of them was very sweet and very well done. And then it just made me go back to this episode and her interrogation of Ben Schwartz of Jasper and him like doing the Burt Reynolds pose on the couch where he's just sprawled out, man-spreading. And she's like, can you put your legs together? And then he slowly, and she goes, keep going. Yeah. And, then yeah. and she goes, better. <laughs> She needs she needs to be like a seven time EGOT winner right now or something like give her all the awards just give Tiffany Haddish every award at possible. If you ever saw her stand up for stand up to cancer or no what was it it was uh, Seth Rogen um, the one that he did for Alzheimer's on Netflix when like the show was lagging and then she comes out and does 10 minutes of stand up and kills. 
and uh, she is her, she was so funny. Her episode of SNL is yeah perfection. She she talks about wanting to basically. Oh, I can't even. I'll I'll probably think of it later. Whatever she said made me laugh so hard that I literally had like soda come out my nose. Like all all she has to do is give a look. Just like she doesn't have to say anything. She she can tell you a whole story with just her eyes, yeah. which is a true. Like not not a lot of people can do that. So that's that's um I love her for that. And... I wanted her to have a song in this. Like I wanted her to be like, okay, let's yes. go into the recording booth and her and Jasper record a, you know, love lift us up where we belong. So um, in season, so you said it got picked up for sure. Um, for season two. For season two. What genres would you like them to explore? Or would you like them to repeat some things from this season? Um, I would like, I would definitely like to see like, um, almost like a merchant ivory type of movie like uh remains of the day or um i think it'd be funny if there's a wes anderson i was thinking wes anderson but i would also love to see a uh scorsese type of like goodfellas and you know what throw in another musical episode so we can talk about it on my podcast i would like to see like an old school hollywood musical you know like a uh uh one of the 10 Fred and Ginger movies. I was thinking more of a uh, Debbie Reynolds, Gene Kelly singing in the rain style one. Okay. Okay. I guess that would be okay. That would be great. If if it was the murder took place at like an LA theater that was doing a musical. Ooh. And it was, they were supposed to have the after party, the cast party and someone died. And then. Does that. Oh, okay. like, and I would love to see an Edgar Wright style movie. So Jack Dolgan, if you're listening, if anyone's listening to this, give it him... would be Chris Chris Miller, Lord Miller. Okay, okay, Chris Miller. If you're if anyone has contact uh, to him, you know, make him listen to this episode. We love yeah, it. I would love Rachel Bloom to be on that season, and then you know that she's yes. gonna sing. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. Even if it's just like a. Uh... Like not a full blown musical episode, but her just like humming a t- like like the well, the hap the um quiet song that Maggie sings, just like a little little ditty here and there. I, I well, would that's love what it. pissed me off about the newest season of uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. They had uh, Santino Fontana on, and he didn't sing one damn song. <laughs> rude, that's so rude. Um, okay, I think we we talked a lot about. The show. After party and this episode of Jasper and spoiled everything. So let's get into Sharp and Flat, shall we? Yep. Sharp Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. And if we liked it, it's sharp. Or if we hated it and or thought it could change, it is flat. Uh, Scotty, mm-hmm. go first with your sharps. Okay, so I sure whatever is definitely sharp that song gets stuck in my head four days um and so does three dots to stardom i think i think three dots to stardom is a perfectly written song and it feels like the old howard ashman i want song like you know howard ashman's philosophy with writing musicals right there has to be an i want song yeah, that's, that's why in Little Shop there's somewhere that's green, 
a part of your world. Yep, part um, of your world is like the best example of an I want song. And Belle, when she does, I want adventure in the... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The song Belle <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast. Well, is that what it is? It's when she's singing... The opening number? No, after the opening number, uh, when... I guess it's Belle's reprise. Okay. When she's on yeah. the mountain, when she does the Julie Andrews on the mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she, like, lay, lays in the grass and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So- I was glad that 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 three dots to stardom is the I want song. (laughs) And it's the third, like you have to go through a lot of the episode to get to it, which is very interesting. Like this is one of the, the, it was like what? 35 minutes. That whole episode. 45. Yeah. 45. Yeah. Again, it could have, I could have done with one more song, but like, I don't. I realized where it belonged. Another song should have been where he's telling what's his name. He's telling Anik not to, go up to see uh yeah like basically um have you seen Town? no but i was gonna okay. say like have another hamilton moment where it's like the room where it happened kind of a thing i was thinking Town when uh basically uh the song's called wait for me and he yeah uh mr hermes is telling him this is what you have to do. So basically, it's kind of like a talk song, but it, there's also, you know, a chorus and a bridge. And that would be great where he's like, you know, tell him to think. And I this would also fall into the whole Jasper being the killer. Sorry, spoiler again. Um, <laughs> yes. But, but, but him being like, I told him not to go back up there. And I said it to him in song. Like, mm, yes. You know, yes, that's where it should have been. Or, or like the big group finale number. Like it, like in Scrubs the Musical. <laughs> uh, or, or or even Buffy the Vampire Buffy, Slayer, where yeah. it's like, where do we go from here? You know, all yep. that, like that kind of a, that would have been great. One one or both, we're here for it. Um, my sharps, so my first sharp is a throwaway line, which is which was performed beautifully by Ben Schwartz, our Jasper. And that is, I'm a storyteller with music, but he kind of sings it. He's like, I'm a storyteller with music. And I was like, that's... that yeah. That's his Jean Ralphio moment. That's his, where he gets to be Jean Ralphio again from Parks and Rec. I, I've, I haven't seen Parks and Rec, so I don't know. Oh, you, you would love it because he's in it and he has a line where you find out that he got run over by Alexis and that's how he made his money. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious because he runs over Anique <laughs> in this show. Um, and then I also liked all of Jasper's jackets in this episode. Like specifically the flashback jacket because I don't know what the lining print was that you can see like in different parts of the jacket, but I I want it. I'm not a jacket wearer, really, because I run ridiculously warm, but I want that jacket. <laughs> like, it looks so cool. <laughs> yeah. With Like, without him being like, I'm the cool cat or whatever. Like, I just was like, this is amazing. I need this jacket in my life. All of the outfits are great in the show, except for that purple suit that, uh, what's his name is wearing? Oh, but like, it's, Franco. Supposed to, it's supposed to be obnoxious. I know, but he looks like he's supposed to have a chocolate factory. He looks like Willy Wonka. <laughs> well, I mean, 
It he be... looks like he would be on the the cover of what's his name, Charlie Tangle. Who who's the guy who does the 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 fake erotic books? I have no idea what you're referencing. <laughs> okay, but um, to the to the credit of the costume designer, in a way, purple is supposed to be a very royal color. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, because historically it was it it was a hard color to create so really only um royalty princes kings queens all that princesses would wear garments that are purple so i kind of dug it if that's how what they thought besides the fact that it like the cut looked good on him um but yeah i could see what you mean like it's so obnoxious the hat too is really is really what killed me the beanie where he looks like he's one little rascals yes i was just like what 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 is why a hat do we need a hat oh i, I mean didn't yeah, say what my flat was oh yeah we're get we're getting there do okay. you have any flats oh no 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 i didn't want to to cut you off or anything i just i was like was i supposed to do my sharps to my flats at the same time <laughs> oh shit you i'm screwing have... this up they're, they're... <laughs> This section, there re- like there really is no rules. It's just you know yeah. we're gonna highlight well, moments. So my other my other sharp was also Tiffany Haddish doing the hand closing for his legs. <laughs> yes, yes, I can yeah. see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So do you have any flats? My one flat is the you only get two shots, or you, everyone gets a second the, shot song. The the two shots song. Two shot song, yeah. I just that song, like when you're supposed to kick off a musical, you want your first number to be like good. That wasn't good. <laughs> like, mm. like I wanted him to like do a backflip out of his car and have a like, here's Jasper song. Mm. Like I'm okay. Sonic the Hedgehog and this is how I roll. Like, like like a bigger opening number to like, um... yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can like, see that. I mean, like, I, the the one thing I did like in that song is that they did point out the fact that Eric Stoltz was originally Marty McFly in Back to the Future and got fired, and then got to be in Pulp Fiction a few years later. Like, I I, I like that, but I also would have loved a reference to him being Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Considering this show is all references, um, yeah. Uh, do you have any other flats? Or sharps or naturals while we're here? I mean, for the naturals, I thought that his whole banter with um, uh, Sam Richardson at the beginning was really good. I I loved their whole thing because, once again, when you get into the end and you find out that he actually is the villain, it makes so much sense the way he's behaving in this episode. This episode is just laying the track for... Everything. I need to rewatch this. Like yeah. I don't I I'm so happy that I watched the full season because usually what I do on when it's like a musical episode, I'll just watch the episode with no frame of mind. If I haven't seen this series or show before, like there's no frame of mind. But with this right. one, I was like, there's only eight episodes. And and they're all I th- bangers. <laughs> I can't I, I don't remember if it was you or like somebody else who told was telling me about the show. Where it was, it was like, me. yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm. Well, the point I'm saying is yeah. that I'm not sure 
who said it to me, but like the way that it was, it builds off of each episode builds on each other in a way. Mm-hmm. It it kind of it would have been a detriment just to watch this episode and not have a frame of mind for the rest of it. And so that wasn't me. I was the one who asked if you were doing the show for for, for this podcast. Yes, for this podcast. And then I forced you to make me the guest on this episode. I and I'm okay with that. Um, I actually don't have any flats for this episode. I it there wasn't anything that really offended me like the only thing i could think of is the fact that there's only three songs like i wish there was like one or two more but like that it's i'm okay with not having it like it's not like oh you know you suck this episode so i got no flats a very rare occasion maybe that's Uh, what they should do for season two and it's an entire like rock opera (gasps) singing that's what i was hoping for (laughs) and you know you know that uh, Chris Miller and Jack Dol- Dolgan are are listening right now, and John Lejoie. Um, uh, would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? Oh, definitely. Three dots to stardom is such a good song. Um, I'm not sure if I would add sure whatever because that's a song that I need to see the actual performance. Mm-hmm. Like, because Schwartz is so good in that. Yeah, yeah, and even like the the call and response at the end, where the they're all like, "Whatever, whatever," and he's like, "No, no, no, no focus on the other two, the other two words." Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Yeah, like, oh, very mature. Like that—that's a comedic moment that you need the visual. And um, I'm gonna just—I'm—I didn't put any song down because I think with this one you need the visuals. Like mm-hmm. it'll be a little difficult to just listen to it. I mean, you can, you go right ahead and every, and everyone should, but like, I don't know, for the purposes of this question, I was just like, no, there isn't one that I would listen to. Because I did that with Central it. Park. I listened to some of the songs from Central Park without watching the episodes again, and it, it doesn't hold up. And like the visual mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for that, that series, like, it's a musical. You need to see how they animated it. Like, Right. Yes. Um... And on that note, Scotty, we're done. We did it. <laughs> we talked about the after party. And yeah. still very excited for season two, whatever it's going to be. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug or promote? I have two podcasts. I have Hell is a Musical. Uh, we're doing Hedvig in the Angry Inch this month. Um, and then uh, we, I have Writer's Bagel Basket and... Um, our Beverly Hillbillies episode came out a few weeks ago, or at this point when this is released, it will have been a few weeks ago, <laughs> um, with Kendra Beltran, who was on this very fine podcast. Um, you had that... Kendra come back? Oh, yeah. When's my next episode? I'm ready. We already planned this. July. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> You're doing <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, right. We didn't. We didn't set a date yet. That's right. I'm still I'm still waiting to set a date. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh yeah, this month that we're going into for May is all animated stuff, so we have some good stuff. We're doing the horrible movie that is We're Back a Dinosaur Story. Uh and we're going to be doing um Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So amazing. I love yep. that movie. 
So yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, at WRTRBAGEL. Uh, I'm Writer's Bagel Basket on <laughs> Instagram, and I'm at hell underscore pod on Twitter. And if I can ever log back into the Instagram account for Hell is a Musical, I'm at hell is a musical pod. What happened there? I got a new phone and I forgot my password and mm, they won't okay. let me back in. <laughs> oh boy. The interface for Meta, I don't care. Zuckerberg let me into my account. Um their 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 tech support is terrible for Instagram. Yeah. It's absolutely awful. But like, you know, God forbid you you sign in on like your browser on your phone and it's like oh my god you another device signed in and you're like that's why they won't let me in they're like we don't recognize this device not the fact that i could have possibly gotten a new phone uh security levels man and if you want to talk about after the after party and you know your thoughts and feelings about season two you can reach out to me via email at buttersongpod at gmail.com i'm also on facebook instagram and twitter at buttersongpod uh who was the best singer in this episode i mean really it's ben schwartz but like do you <laughs> do you do you think zoe chow should have had a song in this episode or more songs in the series and um if you want to be part of next episode's conversation we're destroying our childhoods by talking about the last unicorn which i've so never depressing. seen before oh, it's so depressing Yes. So depressing. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it as a child. I watched it as a grown man. <laughs> it's very, oh boy, it's, it's, it's something. It is it, something. It, it's literally that R-Tac scene from NeverEnding Story for like 90 minutes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Scotty, thank you so much. You're definitely coming no back. We have, we have to talk about that when we're done recording. But, sure. uh... <laughs> Yeah! Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye for now. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day. <laughs>